this one's going to be the best episode. Do you have your sacks ready? Because you need to do the intro. No. I, uh... I, it, did you know that's actually a recording? I don't play my sax every time. What? Yeah. You lazy sack of shit. All right, so let's, um, all right, let's uh, improvise. Ba, ba, yeah. ba, 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 ba. All right, anyway, so. <laughs> you know, I can we... improvise on the saxophone. Uh, do you have it out? No, but I can turn the keyboard on real quick. What? I have a piano keyboard right next to me here. Oh, can you uh, play the uh, Taylor Swift thing? Uh, yeah, just uh, let me move this baby thing out of the way. Let me move these baby things out from being on top of it. Are they fast. things for the baby, or are they just tiny things? Uh, they're things for the baby. Yeah. All right, taking the dust cover off of this bad boy. Fire up the old... All right. Yeah. That's pretty right. good, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Good, yeah. We should do that every episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Making anyway. luck. A Dominion podcast. podcast. It's a thing. I forget the rest. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, this is the uh, mythical follow-up to our mythical Q&A episode. Uh, yeah, we, we just got... had some extra stuff. Yeah. So... And uh, figured make a make a supplemental episode out of it, yeah? Like a yeah, bonus right. episode. Definitely. So this is uh, Q&A 1 was the thing we did. And then we, we have so much stuff that people still wanted to know questions even that came follow up after it so this is q a 1.5 right this is uh not the first one and it's not really the second one yet this is somewhere in between yeah it's like it's like somewhere in between yeah yeah man exactly uh so the first uh question that oh should we uh talk about a kingdom or Nah, screw it. What the f- care. No one listens to that anyway. Yeah, that's a dumb segment. Nobody actually yeah. listens to that part. People just yeah. mouse through it. Anyway, so yeah. uh, the first one uh, comes from Mr. Ed Munis, uh, and the question is, how did Adam, Jake, and Wandering Winter get started playing Dominion, and how long have you been playing? Uh, and I just I want to say that I'd like to say that it was Adam's fault uh, yeah. that we got here, but to be honest... All three of us shared the blame equally. Any one of us could have stopped it from getting this far like several times before we got to this point. But I really think it's taken on a life of its own now. And there's not really any turning back. So how long have we been playing? Uh, I understand why you'd ask that. But the question doesn't actually make sense anymore. What I mean by that is to remember that language, uh, when you think about it, and distill it is comprehension that's what language is and that's what language does and that's what comprehension is too comprehension can't exist without language and language can't exist without comprehension and questions can't exist without either uh so that kind of uh means that in a q a episode when comprehension fails us so too shall language so how long have we been playing we are playing and that's not really a, a direct answer but 
I don't mean we're playing currently. I mean we are playing. Playing are we. We are playing, and I really... I miss my family. Yeah, uh... Me too. Yeah, Same. right. So the next one, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully that gets that. Uh, so, Ed Moonis also wants to ask, uh, do you have a kingdom that captures for you what you consider the quintessential dominion competition like the best quintessential kingdom and analysis for uh dominion at the competitive level and we do and it yeah, actually like, comes... i saw this i saw this question like the first thing that came to my mind was uh yeah it was this thing yeah yeah so like there was uh i think it was uh chapel yeah right chapel and, uh village uh village and market village <laughs> yeah uh king's court King's and Court. King's uh, Triumphal uh, Bandit Village. Worker. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Village, Village of the Realm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think Duplicate. Wandering Winder. Wandering Winder. And uh, uh, Gold. <laughs> um, yeah, with, with Gold. And, oh, uh, uh, the Trash Randomizer that comes in the first edition base set. Yeah, before they give you the mat. Right. You can't, you can't play with the second edition. Yeah. And then I think it was, um, um, what else was it? What did we have? Um, there was, uh, Oh, Village. Black, Black Market. Village. Um, Bishop. And Village. Village, Village too. Yeah, Village. Yeah. yeah. I think, was that ten? I think we need one um, more. Yeah. Um, oh, Ruin Village. Ruined. Ruined Village. Market Village, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, our next question, uh, it comes from Jacques. Jacques. Uh, what common mistake do you think is the most serious or harmful one? Uh, what do you think? Uh, buying potion. Yeah, potions are dumb. You can't yeah. even. You can't even like. It's not even a village. Like that's dumb. Yeah, I know. Actually, like the crazy thing is, uh, I I couldn't really keep a straight face while I was answering this. I want to like step away from the point five ness of this episode for a second. I'm actually like semi serious about this. I'm joking. Like there's obviously sometimes you potion but i will say buying potion to get the card that costs potion is uh probably the thing that i think is the most like common mistake people make that's like seriously game cost like a big problem with their strategy yeah it's almost uh, okay. as bad as buying ambassador yeah right ever so jumping yeah. back into the point fives oh uh, yeah fiveness all right well hold on i don't i don't even know what you mean by that but my answer to this yeah, question <laughs> is uh the the common mistake that's the worst one is probably uh i would say it's buying too many villages because like if you think about it you know like let's say you're playing this game with physical cards and you're like you're using the christmas tree method to track your actions there's yeah. just so many ways you can use that and like or really abuse it to make it look like you have more actions than you really should. So then like you're just like you're going to lose games if you don't take advantage of this uh because like now you see people buying all these villages that like they don't actually need because they can just use the Christmas tree method to, you know, squeeze a few more actions out of the cards they already have. Yeah, people now, are buying villages so that they have actions in order to play actions. But we've talked about before how building your deck in a more aggressive and greedy way where you just get a bunch of terminals and you play them even if you don't have the actions to play them is a really strong way to, to build your deck. We got into this uh, when we talked about Renaissance. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I can't tell you how many times I've even seen people in a competitive tournament setting just like play all their terminals and like, I don't even care. 
I yeah. just let him do it. Yeah, that, right. I mean, that's that's true. That's actually happened. Now, I'm not going to give away my secrets on the podcast here, but I'm just going to let you know. Uh, I th- I'd say most people buy too many villages. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could use this mechanic where you have these actions to play your terminals, and then you uh, respect that mechanic by buying things that give you actions so you can play your terminals. Or you just play your terminals. Yeah. Give a big middle finger to the mechanic. <laughs> I mean, what's stopping me? from putting my cards on the table and saying I play a smithy, like, nothing. Nothing is stopping you, except being bad at Dominion, right. So, yeah. uh, all right, this next question comes from AR Flutter. Note to self, remind AR Flutter to ask this Oh, I wasn't supposed to read that part. Okay, Uh, how much much water should I be drinking at every competitive level of Dominion? Yeah. Uh, Let me, hold on, let me just take a drink of water real quick. That's a great question, and uh, the first thing I want to refer to while I'm answering it is the FDA's classic recommendation. We all know it. They say you drink eight glasses an hour, and let's think about that, that eight glasses yeah. an hour. It's I a mean, good starting point. Well, right? yeah, it just, it's not anywhere close to what I drink, right? Yeah, I don't think it tells the whole story. That number that they're talking about, that's that's for everyone. That's for all people playing at every level of Dominion. And uh, casual players, it should do you just fine. But the FDA isn't really thinking about what it takes to get really good at Dominion. And I don't think that's enough water. Honestly, if you have time to be keeping track of how much water you drink, you're definitely not drinking enough water. In fact, like if you are ever thinking about anything or talking about anything without drinking water, if it's not coming through a mouthful of water, you should just be drinking more water. Yeah, man, for for sure. But I, I mean, I, I mean, you have a great point. But I think just as important as the quantity of water that you drink is also the quality of water that you drink. Yeah, and definitely. So you know, I have this, I have this cup here. Let me rattle the straw here. Uh, I have this cup that uh, is actually empty because I've been, obvi- you know, I've been drinking a lot of water because I'm good at Dominion. Um, but uh, the water from this, it comes from my refrigerator. Uh, there's a filter in that refrigerator, and you know but, I buy I buy the fancy kind. So yeah, where you don't actually, actually have like a water softener or anything, you just have this big tank of water in your basement that you pour Dasani bottles into once a yeah, month. Yeah. Right? So speaking of Dasani, uh, Dasani is the best water. Okay. I'm inclined to agree with this. Yes. So I actually did a double blind taste test of waters a few years ago. Yeah, I also didn't tell the water it was being tested. In the name of right. scientific integrity, of course. Uh, but I, I did this test of many different brands of water, and uh, you know a lot of them claimed to be pretty good. Uh, after everything shook out, Dasani was at the top of the pack, followed by Smart Water. Uh, and I just want you to know, at the bottom, uh, Fiji got a 7 out of 10, as in, like, rank 7 out of a possible 10, so that's pretty bad. Mm. And uh, uh, second to last was Aquafina. That's just disgusting. I don't know how people drink it. And then finally, at the very bottom, you know what water is just the worst? What? It's like the it's like the scout of bottled water. It's Evian. Oh, wow. Okay. It's disgusting. Like it tastes unless, like dirt. Unless they want to sponsor us, in which case it's amazing. In which case they. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, I might have to edit that out. That was yeah, especially if they decide to sponsor us. But <laughs> yeah. Uh... 
Uh, I'm really surprised about the Fiji thing. I was uh, curious about that. Uh, so, so here's the thing. Fiji is just a spring water, right? Yeah. It, it's just they take water from nature and they put it in a bottle. And, like, that's an okay place to start. I, I mean, place to get parasites. if I was dying of thirst, I would probably drink Fiji instead of dying. You know, like, Fiji's like the big money of waters. Yeah, if you're dying of thirst, you're going to play big money. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to have a good flavorful water, um, you're really looking at vapor distilled waters. So if you're going to climb up to, like, you know, fourth rank, then you're going to need to start vapor distilling your water. But the thing is, like, just H2O, I've had RODI water. Like, this is just H2O. I've, I've needed it for a fish tank back when I thought I was going to have corals in my tank. And, like, that, it doesn't even taste that great. If you want to get really good flavorful water, you need to start adding minerals. And Dasani adds just a little bit of salt for taste. And that's why it's a superior water. Really? Yes, it's true. So, like... I assume that all of this is like you actually did this study and like this is actually yes. this actually all happened. Yes. Wow. All right. I, knowing you, I don't, <laughs> I don't doubt that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> and like this is that's a really good example of you giving me going way too far with it, but 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 giving telling me What's things that's supposed to mean, but telling me things that I didn't even know I wanted to know. Uh, so, you just wait till you get to some of these later questions, Jake. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the next one. This is from WW, which of course means Wilhelm Watson. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Five-time raffle winner. Uh, congratulations, Mr. <laughs> Wilhelm. Uh, yeah. So he asks us if you could be any color, what color would you be and why? And I thought about this, and there were some answers I wanted to give. My favorite color is blue. Um, I like to work blue into everything I can. Uh, half my wardrobe is blue, but realistically, realistically, I'm going to have to choose a flesh tone so that I can continue to operate in the human world without drawing any unnecessary attention. That's probably uh, for the so, best. Yeah, I have to choose a flesh tone because the question doesn't specify any other extenuating circumstances. Yeah, good call. But, uh, what would you do? Uh, well, I mean, red is just the best color. It's, okay. like, strictly better than all other colors. So, yeah, that's my favorite. All right. Uh, next one comes from Mr. Uh, Bobby DJ 18 And he says, what is your least favorite board game? And I'm going to refer you back to the first question we answered because I yeah. still miss my family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, that, that's that's it. Okay, so the next question, uh, this also comes from Bobby DJ 18 It says, why does Adam not league or really even ladder? Um, there's, uh, I guess this is the place to answer this question, right? Yeah, this um, is the correct episode. <laughs> the correct episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the correct episode. Uh, there are a lot of rumors going around, right? Um, why does Adam not ladder? Why does Adam not play in the league? Uh, first of all, I used to play in the league. Um <laughs> I don't anymore. It's been a very long time since I have. And uh, uh, if I'm just going to be honest with you, um, the reason I don't play in the league is because and, – and also the reason I don't play rated games is just because I'm afraid of what would happen if I did. Like what if I lost? What if I was really bad? Which is likely, right? I mean I'm not any good. I don't like ever play Dominion anymore. So like I've, yeah. I've got to be pretty bad at it. Well, you'd I mean, also you'd also have to actually – like 
play Dominion at that point, which would be a huge departure from your usual routine at this point, right? Well, really, I mean, it, it takes a lot of time to do that, and would I, what would I rather be doing with my time? I would rather just uh, make content about Dominion rather than play Dominion. So, like, yeah. it, it definitely comes at the expense of me playing Dominion, and, and you know, at, th- at this point, like, I'm just kind of resting on my laurels of, like, three or four years ago. I mean, I, I had, like, a couple of high-profile wins back then, so, like, I'm probably still okay at the game, but, like, I don't want to ever have to prove that because, first of all, it's work, but second of all, like, I probably am bad at this point. I would rather just sit here on a podcast and just, like, talk about how great I am at Dominion without ever actually proving any of it or playing any games of Dominion whatsoever. And, you know, that's that's really evidenced by the fact that you know, on, on the YouTube channel, there are really no games uh, that are shown that I am playing in at all. Right. Yeah. Okay, so the, the next question, <clears throat> this comes from uh, Nathan Smith, and uh, he asked a really interesting question that got us doing a lot of math. Yeah, um, and, I love math. Uh, yeah, so he asked, which is better in a money density deck? Uh, two silvers or... A copper and a copper. Yeah, a copper and a copper is what he said. Two silvers or two coppers. And this one is really tough, uh, mostly because they're both really, really bad cards. So, like, the difference between them is uh, kind of difficult. It doesn't really matter, right? Right. Technically, technically, if we're being technically correct, the silver gives you more money, right? But it's easy. It's so easy to take that out of context. And forget how bad it is. I'm going to say that what am I taking? Two coppers or two silvers? It depends on my opponent, right? I want to look at their shuffle it rating. And if I'm up against some noob that I can just beat with silver in my deck, I'm going to hem and haw and take the silvers, right? But uh, if I'm really facing a top player uh, who's, like, really close to the top of the leaderboard, I know I'm going to need to adjust my play style. I'm going to need to pivot a little bit, and I'm going to take the coppers instead. Yeah, really, like, if you're playing a random noob, you don't want them to understand the secrets of high-level Dominion play, right? Yeah, right. So that's why you would get the silvers as kind of like a smokescreen. But, like, if if it's someone you know from, like, the Discord or, like, the forums, like, a name that you recognize... Yeah. And, and really, having your name recognized, uh, I mean, obviously, that's the only way to, to have any Dominion skill. They already know about it, though. So, like, there's no reason to hide anything. You might as well just get the coppers. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the next one, uh, Mr. Trivial Knot asked uh, a question that I think really gets the heart gets at the heart of, like, everything we do here in Making Luck uh, between the YouTube videos and yeah. podcasts. It's, it's really the point of everything. Yeah. So he asks us, uh, how can we get worse at Dominion? And I just want to tell you, you've come to the right place. Just yeah. You just keep listening to Making Luck, and we're going to take care of everything else. Yeah, we work hard to give you the quality content that, that answers that, questions just like this. And helps you get worse at Dominion every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, question number 55. This was asked by everyone. Uh, what yeah. is the best and worst thing about having a newborn? Uh, I mean, you know, obviously I have one of those. Uh, Jake, I don't, unless, unless there's something you want to share, uh, I don't think you do, right? No, uh, not, not these days. Okay. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, the as for the best thing, well, I got to tell you, actually, earlier today, uh, the day we're recording this, uh, I actually did my taxes, and I'm going to be honest with you, that's going to be a really tough bar to clear. As far as the best thing? Yeah. But uh, as for the worst thing, um, let's talk about what happens when you give a newborn baby solid food for the first time. So, Jake, remember when I showed you that video earlier of Parker eating? I'm trying to block it out, and you're not helping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I do uh, – I remember that you showed me this video. It was like the first time he had solid food. And uh, I actually threw up in my mouth during this, and I believe Parker threw up in his mouth as well. But it's hard <laughs> to tell because I think that Parker was just constantly throwing up through the whole video because that's what it looked like was happening. <laughs> there were – there was a lot of food everywhere. Yeah, and uh, you know you someone call has that to... food. It was food at some point, I guess. <laughs> right, like. <laughs> so I mean, you have to clean that up, but I mean, when you're done with that, the cleanup is not finished. Like it's not even close because, uh, you know, in six hours after that, uh, you know, the immature digestive system that he has is encountering things it's never seen before. Because really, like, if if you know, in the wild, before we had all this stuff. Uh, you know, he would still be on a completely liquid diet because, you know, he doesn't have any teeth. But, no, I have a food processor. So I can take vegetables and overcook them and then put them in there. And now the uh, the texture and the smell and the quantity of all of his output has really gone through some changes. So, like, you may think that uh, – you know these these changes you may think that oh well you know he you change his diaper and then you clean him up and then that's it the cleanup is done no uh we don't use disposable diapers we use cloth diapers so um we had to install a bidet on our toilet uh so that we can remove the solid portions of his output before washing the diapers so like this is peanut butter texture nice and sticky um so there's really no way to get it off using the bidet without reaching your hand in poop water and then like the bidet kind of sprays poop water all over the bathroom. So that's um that's the best part about having a newborn. So anyway, uh the next question. Yeah, I uh I'm I'm glad that I timed this right. I was starting to gag a little bit, so I actually had to mute you through most of that to preserve myself. Uh, so I'm glad that I was able to figure out when you were done talking about that. So um, Nice. So, uh, how do you evaluate how good cards are? Uh, this is this is interesting, and I think that there's a lot of really great resources to give us some like hard hitting heuristic data points on this. I mean, first of all, there's judgment matches, right? I mean, if you really want to know which of two cards is better, you you take a kingdom and you force two cards in it, and then you just tell each player you can't buy one of them, right? Yeah, totally. that, that'll give you the definite answer. Like, there's really no questioning the validity of whatever result comes from that, right? Oh, 100 percent. Uh, but I mean, there are there are a lot of different ways you can do it. And, and really, it's all just stats. It's all numbers, you know? Right. So like you can look at uh, maybe, for example, gain rates from like just a selection of games involving like really top players. And remember what I said earlier about uh, what it takes to be a top player. But like right. why would you Gotta use a stat match. like – yeah. Yeah. Why would you use a stat like that though when you can just like use that plus all of the other stats and just like kind of mash them together so that you get like the best of everything? Yeah, give so, each car a, a, a score of, of some kind, right? 
Yeah, so like there's a lot of different things you can do. One of the ones that I really like, and uh, actually it's it's a little surprising that other people aren't doing this, but uh, you can just take every letter on the card, and then you can assign it to the, like the A equals 1, B equals 2, all the way out. Uh, and then you just add it together. And so yeah. like it's a it's a great representation in in like a heuristic mathematical form of the idea that more complicated cards are better. So like I remember when Renaissance came out, a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, I figured out Dominion. I can just buy Renaissance cards and win." And then also yeah. you couple that with the idea that, you know, Donald X said, you know, there's really no more simple cards to do because all the simple cards have been done, so everything you're going to see in the later expansions is going to be more complex. Uh, yeah, and so that sounds like a I, thing you would say. Yeah, so like it just—it's very obvious. It follows logically that you can you can use that to see how good a card is. So uh, you know, possession is just a real powerhouse. There's so much text on that card. Yeah, and procession too, um, and that also gets at uh, the uh, other part of this heuristic you were talking about because these two cards share a lot of letters in their name, so uh, they're going to have a very similar score that you give them based on the quantity of text uh, in their name and the quality of text in their name and also what they do. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I'm not looking at something like alms, which is just, yeah, that's not pathetic. enough letters. Yeah. Right. It's really, it's really pathetic. Acting so like, troop is, is the worst village in the game for a reason. It has so little text on it. There's just nothing going on there. Yeah. And it begins with a, which is just a really poor start. Yeah, Adam. About it. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, these this heuristic, like that one, for example, you can easily uh, just like compute it or just maybe just approximate it on the fly. Yeah. Uh, But if you have more time, then you can add all of them together. So like another application of this, uh, what you can do, like to really help you uh, decide in a in a game of Dominion how good things are, uh, is something we talked about with Ambassador. Oh, totally. Yes. So, like, you could listen to that whole episode and, like, try and stay awake through it, but who the fuck wants to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, you would have to actually listen to an episode of Making Luck from start to finish, and I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, that's impossible. Yeah. Uh, Unless you wanted to just... Anyway, so, uh, but what you can do is you can take the one real valuable piece of information in there, and remember, we're just looking at stats. Yeah. Uh, is you want to take that 85% number. Remember we said, yeah, I get Ambassador in, like, 85% of games. Yeah. So then you can just use a random number generator to give you, uh, you know, with 85% odds, tell you if you want to go for Ambassador. And just roll it at the beginning of every game you see with Ambassador. Tells then, you whether or not to get it. Yeah, and that's really worked for me really well. Yeah, if you do that, you're going to win 100% of the time, clearly. And if you don't, you've just done it incorrectly, clearly. Uh, So, yeah, that's a really good way to do it. Um, The other thing you can do to get this heuristic number uh, just that you can then plug into your random number generator is actually uh, bypass all of that. Just get onto FDS or the Dominion Discord and talk about any given card and ask them, hey, how, how often should I buy this? Like, what percentage of the time? Take the first answer you get, just plug that into your RNG, and uh, go to town. You're going to climb up the leaderboard like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Or, so, uh, I mean, you could ask us, too. I'll give you a percentage number, sure. 55. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think uh, I think that's a pretty good supplemental, right? Uh, we, yeah. we did okay. 
questions, yeah, totally. some answers. I, I think it was uh, quite good indeed. We're ready to pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, how about I lead us out with some uh, musical stylings on my keyboard over here? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I uh, and there's a kingdom that we're no. I don't. We'd have to play Dominion. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Play I don't want to. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Right, yeah. Uh, so here we go. Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out if it was over. 